Cannabloggers Corner is brought to you by Better Homes with Cannabis. Yanni Amaya, the hazy lioness, has taken her cannabis photography to another level by using it in a stylish home decor design that would look fabulous in any home. This isn't a Marley poster in your dorm room, dude. Better Homes with Cannabis is tasteful home decor with a cannabis theme. Look for them at betterhomeswithcannabis.com. The Cannamom Gang is an all-inclusive, mom-exclusive group of women who choose cannabis over alcohol for their cul-de-sac club. If you're a mom or know one who's looking for other moms to chill and smoke with, you can find them on Instagram at Cannamom Gang. The only thing they'll try to sell you is inclusion. Cannabloggers Corner. Always the good stuff. The following program is intended for mature audiences. The popcorn you're eating has been pissed in. Film at 11. Good evening. We have a big show for you tonight. Probably on the side of us. Hope the kids seem to like it. Welcome to Fantasy Island. You want to get high? All right. What's up, my sexy cannabloggers? Welcome back to another episode of Cannabloggers Corner. As always, I am your humble host, Andy the Cannablogger, and I am stoked to bring you guys the latest from. Ms. Safi and the OG Kush Babes. Now, over the past two years, she has grown her OG Kush Industries brand to include the OG Kush Babes, Dab Girls Club, and pretty soon a whole lot more. So she is growing exponentially now. And uh, it's really great to be able to hear about all the growth she's uh, experiencing, as well as everything that she's got coming up, including. Uh, some events coming up very, very soon. Uh, before we get into that, though, I wanted to give you guys a bit of a life update. I won't take too long because this is a bit of a long episode. But I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that I've started going uh, back to the VA, getting things uh, looked at there as far as my shoulder, my wrist, um, my chronic pain issues. Um, my heart rate's been a bit high, so I'm going to get that taken care of. Just basically getting more of my uh, health issues looked at. I mean, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm only 47, but, you know, I'm, I'm not 27. You know, I my body wasn't really that great to begin with, and I didn't take the best care of it, and I, you know, I'm not the best at it anyway. So just kind of, I, I, I would like you to please wish me luck good vibes, all that kind of stuff on, on this journey, because, uh, um, it's not easy for me to take care of myself and, um, being, I, I keep worrying that I'm sliding back into being too selfish or just, uh, thinking about myself. So I, I really, I don't want to fall into bad habits, but I do want to keep myself healthy. So I, I please help me try to find that balance somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, enough about that. I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that uh, I'm doing okay. Hopefully, I'll be getting better. But yeah, enough about that stuff. Uh, let's get into the OG Kush babes and their upcoming 420 Spring Fling St. Patty's Day event. Because it it is March and uh, we're about to celebrate all things green and all things Irish. So please excuse me, me horrible Irish accent and uh, sit back. Relax and enjoy. Steal their pot. 
pot. I'm assuming you're not referring to cannabis. Sadly, no. You really have got a lid on it, haven't you? What's your secret? Mellow jazz, bongo drums, huge bag of weed? All right, I am back here in the corner with the OG Kush Babe herself, Ms. Safi. How you doing this morning or afternoon, I should say? Right. Oh my gosh. And we sprung forward today. Right. So Shit. Don't forget. Time's a fucking <laughs> construct. But anyway, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, doing great. No complaints here. Um, we're about a week out from our next event. So I'm just planning away over here and getting every little detail solidified. <laughs> I know. And I mean, honestly, before we started recording, we talked a little bit about life updates and shit. I, I couldn't make it to your last one because we were down to one car and my, I, our car died. So I just had to buy, we had to get a new one. So I was really bummed that I couldn't make it to the last one down here. But like you said, you are like in full swing, getting ready for your 420 spring fling. Let's talk about that. Yeah, um, I'm really excited. You know, I was I was a little nervous about planning this one so close to my L.A. event. Um, but, you know, San Diego is where we were born um, as far as a company goes, um, it's where I'm from. It's my stomping grounds. Um, so I really wanted to keep the momentum going with our events down here in San Diego. And I had a lot of people asking me, when's the next one down here? When's the next one? When's the next one? So I didn't want to disappoint. Um, but the, I guess the hurdle in this is doing it yourself. Um, and doing it kind of on your own dime. Um, but you know, I could not do it without all the brand support, um, with the community support, buying tickets. Um, you know, but this time around I was like, all right, I need to kind of branch out and ask for help. <laughs> I think it's really hard as a business owner, um, to ask for help and to lean on people and rely on other people and, See who you can really even trust um, to help you and do it the way you want. Um, but this time around, I had my Irish Kush babe approach me and say, hey, I really want to throw like an Irish themed like 420 themed sesh. Um, what do you think about helping me? And I said, that's amazing. That's a great idea. Um, what do you think about doing it on the 18th and just kind of transforming my spring fling event to a St. Patrick's Day event, and she was all for it. So um, here we are. <laughs> and that, it's amazing how it's just pure serendipity. It all came together. It's like, mm -hmm. hey, let, let's let's take what I want to do and what you want to do and, and combine it. That's awesome. And yeah. I, I totally get how you're feeling because on one hand, you want your business to grow. Yeah. But on the other hand, you're still trying to keep that level of control that you're used to having. It's your baby. And like you said, you need to, if you're going to get help, you need to find the right people who yeah. will at least share a part of your vision. So, yeah. And just see the bigger picture. Um, yeah. You know, I just, this, I want to say the path within the, yeah, like the past year, like March last year, was I even really able to start paying girls to work for me, with me, um, aside from just like the dab bar service or aside from tips. Um, and it feels great, you know, to, cause that was part of the whole point of starting Kush Babes was to give women in the industry 
Um, not only something to feel united through, but also an opportunity to have a little side hustle and um, kind of let their their skills shine or let them, you know, kind of network and create uh, more of a name for themselves in this industry. And I, I really think that's a great, a great thing that you're doing, because I know um, actually an old high school classmate of mine uh, got in touch with me recently and said that. Uh, she's making arrangements to get involved with the Colorado cannabis industry. Oh, wow. And the first thing I thought of when she said that is, okay, she's a, she's attractive. She's, I mean, even though we're Gen X, you know, hey, we kept our looks. Let's be honest. Come on. Oh, great. My boyfriend's in his 40s. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, I mean, we, we just, we stay young. That's all we Look- do. He's in his thirties still though. So, but mm-hmm. my, my first concern with her is, Oh my God, it, because of this industry and some of the, you know, predators that are out there. Yeah. I had to say to her, Hey, you know, just watch out for yourself. I'm not telling you not to do it. Just, Hey, there are people out there who are going to take advantage of you. And yep. just that immediate concern really, it, it gets to me, you know, I shouldn't have to say that. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and unfortunately, there, because our industry is so new, I feel like is why, um, you know, there's just a lot that we have to deal with and kind of just maneuver through in this like prohibition <laughs> state of our industry. Um, I mean, we are pioneers, you know, one of my, um, when I made myself business cards, <laughs> um, just for myself as um, when I first started my brand and as a brand owner. Um, on the back of my business card, I put, you know, pioneers and cannabis. And I, I love that word because, um, you know, pioneer is so like gender neutral, but pioneers is definitely, you know, maybe a little bit of a made up word, but still hey. like, gender specific. Um, and that's what I really want to emphasize in my business as far as Kush Babes goes is that we're women owned operated, um, you know, from behind the scenes to the front of the scenes. Um, I have all girls working for me at events, women behind the scenes, helping me with producing the events, with doing social media, with creating videos. You know, I really try my best to stay um, just kind of working with women in that aspect. It's not to say that I don't work with men. I mean, we definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she, she agreed to come on this podcast. So, you know, it's not, this isn't like some sort of toxic, you know, we hate men type of thing. No, no, no. This is something different. We support our men who support women yes. in the industry. There's a lot of men who um, kind of take advantage or kind of push to the side or overwork, if you ask me. Um, and that's just in a corporate sense. But, um, you know, I'm all for men that support women and show that. I mean, we have so many men come to our events um, and they love the vibe and they love that it has like that woman twist on it. And I really think it's not something that you can put into words. You just have to come experience the event um, to really get what I mean. (laughs) Exactly. And, it, you know, there's this male culture out there that you know tells us what's manly and what's not you know it says men aren't allowed to like 
feminine things. You know, we're not supposed to like rom-coms, but look, don't, I, I like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, all right? I enjoyed that damn movie. <laughs> no, I love it. And my boyfriend's always like, what do you want to watch? You want to watch a rom-com? Because he already knows. <laughs> he exactly. That's <laughs> oh, great. And I okay, I, when when Christmas or the holidays come around, yeah, I'm a sucker for love, actually. So sue me. Yeah, so sue me. <laughs> I love the holiday too. It's such a good movie. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you know, if you're not comfortable enough in your masculinity mm-hmm. to be around this feminine energy, then dude, it's fine. What it's it's the confidence in yourself. It's um you know, doing the inner work and just you know, I mean, it, you can't help but notice people's insecurities when they reek through based off their actions or how they carry themselves or what they do in the workplace. Um, but that's why I'm just very observant, um, you know, and I'm always giving I'll give everyone anyone a chance that wants to work with me or, you know, I'm always down to hear them out. Um, but yeah, on that note, I mean, we have Kush babes, boyfriends who work with us all the time. A couple of them are DJs. Um, you know, we have them featured at our events. They'll be DJing at our next event. Um, they help us with the heavy lifting, with setting up (laughs) the event. I mean, the not so fun part of, you know, what it is to run a business, especially an event-based business, is the heavy lifting, the packing, the organization, the setup, the teardown, um, the carrying everything back and forth. Um, you know, it's it's the not-so-glamorous parts of um, what it takes, though, to execute such a fun thing. <laughs> exactly. You know, there, there's got to be roadies in order for the show to go on, right? and everybody gives the roadies a hard time but guess what who built that fucking stage that they're on who put up those lights and you know connected the sound system yeah and i do i while we're talking about it i have to give a huge shout out to um a male-owned brand um that has supported us a lot um it's voyager brands Um, my boss over there, Chad, the rep that I work with has been so awesome in supporting us as women in the industry. Um, he always hires us for any dab bar needs that they need. Um, they sponsor our dab bar anytime we need. Um, I am a sales rep for them down here in the San Diego area. Um, you know, I work with them on marketing with social media. I run their social media, Um, so, you know, that partnership has only helped us and given us those opportunities to really make some money and my girls make some money. Um, so huge shout out to them. I mean, they're, they are a, um, great company that, um, would be a perfect example of men in our industry that support women and are all for it, you know, and see our potential and see what we can do. <laughs> and also let's point out that not all douchebags are named Chad. No. <laughs> or not all guys named Chad are douchebags. So, you know, that there you go right there. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. <laughs> um, no. They're a great team of guys. You know, I've um, toured the lab and um, by the end of this year, you will definitely see more products, um, Mm. actual cannabis products um, within my brands. So I'm nice. (laughs) And and you've also talked about uh, your dab bars. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, That 
the OG Kush babes, if if we were to break this down into a boring corporate lecture, uh, if we were to look at the OG Kush babes uh, organizational flow chart, we would see that the Kush babes is a larger umbrella that yes. that envelops several brands under that umbrella, and those brands would be dot, dot, dot. Yes, so, (laughs) right, Dab Girls Club um, is a brand under the Kush Babe umbrella, and essentially that's our service brand for the Dab Girls Club uh, Dab Bar service, um, which is a hireable service for any brand that wants to feature their wax, their concentrate, their rosin, whatever it may be. Um, on high quality e-rig devices. We're sponsored by um, Get iSpire for all of our dab rigs. So we have- Love them. Um, yeah, like top quality e-rigs. Um, we just got their new one too, their um, Astro Dab, um, courtesy of Voyager too, <laughs> for that. So um, it's just, it It really was started, two, two reasons. It was started because I wanted to throw an event and um, 710 Day was around the corner at this time, back in 2020. And um, I thought it would be a great opportunity to showcase Dab Girls Club. And I was, and because I was getting such uh, great feedback about the Dab Girls Club brand, I had just started Dab Girls Club in January of, or like December 20, December 2019, or no, I'm sorry. December 2020 slash beginning of 2021 is kind of when I released Dap Girls Club. So by summertime of 2021, yeah, 2021, summertime, we had such traction and had gained such a fan base for Dap Girls Club as a brand. Um, I was like, you know what? It was kind of actually starting to overshadow Kush Babes. And it was kind of putting Kush Babes like in the dark. Um, but I was kind of just going with what the people were wanting and what they, um, the feedback that I was getting. Um, so we threw a seven, 10 day event and I was like, you know what, if we're going to call it a dab girls club event, we have to have a dab bar. And I literally, Andy, like just threw it together. Like I put such minimal effort into the dab bar, but we did have like a torch set up. We had the dab right temperature reader. We had the little rubbing alcohol cleaning station. We had the wipes. We had two different um, pieces of glass set up with the turp slurper on one and a regular banger on the other. Um, and we had a little tip jar out and we had a little menu with the different flavors. And by the end of that event, I, I everybody was saying, oh, my God, you have to do this again. The dab bar was such a hit. Like, you have to do that again. You have to, have to, have to. And the girls were like, hey, we made such great money and tips. And I was like, wow, like, that's great. Like, that, this is going to be a way that we can get money in for the girls that are working with me and not just like on a volunteer basis. Um, so we created the Dab Bar service as a part of the Dab Girls Club brand. Um, and every event that I popped up at, if I was allowed to set up the Dab Bar, we would. And it just kind of became an extra little thing, a part of the Kush Babe booth. Um, anytime you'd see us at events, we always had the dab bar there and we would do like dollar dabs or free dab with purchase. So if you bought merch or bought something from us, um, we would give you a free dab. And we were sponsored by various brands at that point, but now our main sponsor for that is Voyager. 
um, which just creates extra exposure for them, you know, gets that their brand out there and people's hands, um, content for them, marketing for them. So they were really smart. <laughs> hey, to um, hop on as a main sponsor. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So now you'll see our dab bar always with us, of course, but also on its own sometimes. So <laughs> and, and I've I've been to some of those events with those dab bars specifically from uh, Get iSpire. And first of all, their products are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're brilliant. I love them. They're sleek. They're simple. And uh, for somebody who like me who doesn't dab often, very convenient. Um, yeah. But then on the other hand, you I got to be impressed. You grew this. You've exploded during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, yep. when, when all when a lot of other businesses, uh, especially event planning, you know, events and things like that are there. They were struggling. Let's let's not lie about it. Here come the OG Kush babes and the dab bar and the dab girls club and it just skyrockets. That's, that's amazing. And we, you know, I pride myself on us keeping it very clean. You know, we disinfect after every mouth that touches the piece. Um, you know, the girls have strict rules that they have to follow when working the dab bar, as far as sanitizing goes. Um, and most of the time they actually, they've been instructed to sanitize after but then also in front of the person that is walking up to dab, because it just kind of gives you that um, like extra reassurance when you see them actually clean it. So even though they clean it after they also clean it before, right before um, in front of their face. So, you know, and a lot of times people, yeah, like you said, like are a little scared of dabbing or unsure um, don't want to have to go buy everything to do it themselves um so that's kind of what we're here for and then most of the time once they see the rigs and stuff and they are really interested they'll kind of ask more about iSpire where they can buy it um I'm sure people have bought those e-rigs because of hitting them from our dab bar um but yeah you know 2020 summertime was when I kind of started setting up at different events but they, it was through the pandemic, of course. So it was when we could, you know, and yeah. then when they go through periods of shutdowns, obviously we wouldn't. Right. Um, but come summer 2021, um, you know, we kind of, the restrictions were lifted and we started doing more stuff, um, a little bit more in the underground scene. And then um, come the beginning of 2022, I made the decision to fully work with all licensed companies um, and start only doing fully legalized events Um, just because I'm a legal brand as far as the state goes. And as far as, you know, just being a legal business and I just really want to start doing things the right way, (laughs) so to speak. No. And I totally get that. And I I understand that that's, that's awesome. Again, I think that is a sign of a business growing. You know, where you can afford now to work to say, okay, your brand is good. I love it. It's great. But I am I'm only working with licensed people so I I can get myself mainstream something like that only go so far. um, Yeah. And the underground cannabis market, so to speak, you know, there's only so many people that go to those types of events. And I just started seeing the same faces and they had already bought pretty much everything that I sold, (laughs) 
Um, and I just kind of noticed my girls getting run down and the money wasn't there anymore. We weren't making as much. Um, so I was just like, you know what, it's time to grow. Yeah. Um, and start doing, making some other moves. Um, and that's when I threw the bud tender ball event, um, in February last year. Um, and that was such a success. We had 250 to like 300 people come through. Um, and um from there we I, I was just again so shocked at our potential <laughs> yeah um, I was gonna say part of you know one of the reasons why I started my events and really wanted to curate them the way I do is because there's only really events out there that are specific for the industry or specific for the community there's not really ones that um combine them um, especially down here in San Diego, uh, there's a lot of different ones in LA for sure. Um, but there's definitely not a lot down here. It's kind of either more just industry driven or just community driven. So I wanted a way to combine that and feature that to the, you know, to the community. And, so, and I appreciate that completely because I, I saw an article this week, uh, that said San Diego seeks to double the amount of cannabis dispensaries within its city limits. And my reaction to that was, um, isn't double nothing still nothing? Because right, right now, there are no dispensaries in the city limits. I mean, I, I, I'm i not sure if, um, yeah, Golden State's Greens, I don't think they count. Uh, they're out in Point Loma. Golden Bloom might. They're on Harbor Drive near the, the shipyards and stuff. So I don't know if that's considered within quote unquote city limits or not. Well, what's interesting when you say that too, like I think of all the shops that are in Mission Valley, right? Um, right. There's March and Ash, there's SDRC, um, and there's Ease now who bought out Apothecary. Right. So right. there's, you know, and then there's THC SD. There's literally four shops right there on Camino del Rio South, and that's all considered San Diego City. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I, I'm, I would like to see some more stuff um, in the downtown area. I mean, yeah, I mean maybe not like specifically in the gas lamp yet. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think San Diego's there yet. But <laughs> at least, you know, somewhere around the downtown area, you yeah. know, get, get something a little bit in there. Because, hey, guess what? I hate to tell you, but there are people who participate in either recreational or medical cannabis Inside the city limits, outside the city limits, and all over the county. I'm sorry, we're everywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, that's crazy too, Andy. I I like to think that we're such a big community, but we're actually still very small. We are. And we are. San Diego is considered a very conservative county. Um, so, you know, I mean, just think about that and take yeah. that into consideration. Too, when you think of how small our community is and how there's still a lot of people that are not cannabis supporters right here in our city. And yes, absolutely. Um, I'm living out here in El Cajon with Wild Bill Wells, who would probably rather die than see cannabis in his city because to him, he's still, he's a Reagan Republican who thinks it's a gateway drug and we should just say no. And he's, he's stuck in that 1980s mentality and it's just i I hate to see it because come on at least open your mind you know open your mind to the possibility that hey 
this is good for the city economy. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. You know what? It's, it's, and it is, if you look at, I think the first year was legalized. It had created like 30,000 jobs for people in the state of California. And how many of those jobs were for women? You know, let's look up those statistics. Uh huh. No, or how many jobs were had or that women were hired into? You know what I mean? Like for sure. Um, And women definitely do dominate majority of this industry. I've read some statistics too about um, not at like the ownership level of corporate cannabis, but in the like lower corporate levels um there's all sorts of women in that level you know what i mean so it's we're still here we're still dominating we're still making our um our own path (laughs) (laughs) And, and we need more of you because you know the let's be let's be honest i'm tired of old white guys running everything we're boring seriously we are boring but it's and see that's and that's okay because that's what, what, where you guys lack, we have. And what we lack, you have. Like, you know what I mean? So it's all about working together. Exactly. To something great. Um, but it's, it's, it's recognizing that what you lack is not necessarily, it might not be something that you can achieve just because of, again, who you are, what, where you came from, or, you know what I mean? And I'm not putting a limitation on anybody in that sense. I'm just saying... There's only so much that you can bring to the table as a man, and there's only so much I can bring to the table as a woman, but if we combine forces, you know, whatever that may be, then we're going to create something that neither one of us could create on our own. We're just those crazy, funny-shaped puzzle pieces that somehow (laughs) fit together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I think and, that, you know, and that's true for our personal relationships too, you know? We we seek out other people who kind of make up what we lack in ourselves. Like if I'm an introvert, if I'm an introvert, I'm going to be drawn to an extrovert because that's, that's what I lack. You know, I'm I want that extrovert to pull me out of my shell. And I saw it with my daughter and her best friend, because her best friend is like the ultimate extrovert. Getting her to shut up is one of the biggest (laughs) failures of my life. But my daughter, really? on the other hand, is a complete turtle who will retreat into her shell if somebody doesn't reach in and yank her out every now and then. So it was good yeah. to her, for her to have that relationship that where she, well, and, yeah, and, and her boundaries were respected and pushed at the yeah. same time when they needed to be. Yeah. And to dovetail off that, you know, my core team of Kush Babes, we are all at the core we have the same goal in mind and yeah, we're all can babes, but we are also different. And yes. there are definitely ones that are introverted and a little bit more extroverted. And when I think one of my favorite things is just seeing all the babes together, creating those friendships, um, creating, you know, all just new friendships and they've never, they've never met each other before, you know, girls that have never met each other before are meeting through Kush babes. And I can't, Every time I hear, um, you know, oh, thank you, Sophie, so much for providing a place, you know, for me to like come and feel comfortable and sesh with women like me. Um, I that makes me so happy because they'll tell me they didn't have a lot of friends or in this industry or that smoke weed, um, and they felt like 
you know, coming into the Cushwaves and meeting us was now they have that. Um, so that's just one of my favorite things to hear. <laughs> I think for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that is amazing. I, I completely agree that that is an amazing thing to, to and hear and for people to be able to say. And just supporting each other, you know, when you're going through a rough time, um, recently one of my Kush babes moms passed away, her mother passed oh. away and she dealt with a long, you know, road of, um, being sick and being ill. And my Kush babe was her caretaker. And, you know, so she's going through that transition. And I know that's really hard to go through. And I even said to her, you know, babe, if you can't, if you feel like you, you need some time and you can't come work our next event, then don't feel like you have to, you know what I mean? Like take time for yourself. Like, and I just wanted to make sure that she knew that coming from me, um, you know, as I get, as her boss for our, what we have for our push babes. <laughs> um, I didn't want her to think that she, you know, had to be there if, if she didn't feel well enough to. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm so good. Like, I'm ready to go. I need it. Like, you know, so yeah. I need you babes. I need to be. So I, I'm just glad, you know, that we can be there for her. Um, so. Losing a parent is the hardest thing that anyone can go through. I know I've lost one parent. Um, my wife lost hers. And that is one of the things that we kind of bonded over is through that loss. You know, we could, we could understand where we were coming from. And yeah, for me, it was something sudden. It was just, he, he went to sleep on Thursday and didn't wake up on Friday. Um, for my mm -hmm. wife, it was that long illness, that long prolonged, uh, in and out of hospitals, that kind of thing. And either way, it whether it's a prolonged illness or if it's just sudden, either way, it takes a toll on someone just to have that mm -hmm. loss. And to have, to have someone that you look up to, whether it's personally or professionally, say, take your time, you know, yep. do what you yep. need to do. That's rare. You will not find that in corporate America right now. No. You yeah, or, no. or if you do, you're fighting for it. That might be okay. Uh, you're up. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Phones are flying. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to reposition here. Whoa! Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you very well. Okay. Um. So yeah, I just it, I like I I hear you. I don't think there's any it's not easier either way. Um, but I just, yeah, I didn't want her to think that she had to come work if she couldn't but mentally really feel okay, you know? And I think that's what it's about is just showing your girls that or showing your staff and your peers that you care about them and that you support them and you're here for them. Um, you know, we have our group chat of like 13 of us at this point. Um, and those are my core girls that work with me on a regular basis. Um, and I, you know, I'm glad we have that outlet. That yeah, and that support system is is really important, especially these days when so many of us are feeling isolated. It's it's great to have that that community support to go mm -hmm. to. I, I love my, that. Oh, my events are for are aimed towards that as well. You know, a place where people that consume cannabis feel like they can actually go and smoke with their peers, eat shop, drink, be merry, you know, interact <laughs> with different brands, um, 
you know, purchase goods. Like just, it's just, it's so great to see like-minded people get together in one big space because when you go to a different party or you go somewhere else, you're few and far between, you know what I mean? You're this person might, and this person might, and this person might, but like the majority of the people in the room are not cannabis supporters, you know? So I just love to create that environment for everybody and just, you know, not just for women, but for men too. (laughs) When you throw a party for that one person that sits in the corner and pets the dog, that one person at every party, if you take all those one persons and put them all in the same room, that's the party. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I have people like that, that ask me, Hey, can I bring my dog? Like, you know, is it dog friendly? And, um, I'm kind of an introvert. Is it okay? Like, I really want to come your events excite me and they make me feel welcome. And, you know, I think that also has a lot to do with the feminine vibe. Um, and just that, you know, that softer, more sweeter, like welcoming vibe. Um, just like, you know, if you walked into like your mom's house or your girlfriend's house or your sister's house, your aunt's house, like, you know, that warm, welcoming, inviting, feeling um it's like i call my wife my emotional support wife and (laughs) and you know it's it's semi joking but it it really is true because when i start losing my shit she's there to basically rein me in bring me down and keep me grounded to a point where i'm not okay yet but i will be eventually Uh uh-huh so mm-hmm. if if I have to go out in public, if I'm feeling my social anxiety, I like her to come with me because she she helps calm me down. Yeah, yeah. no, same with my significant other. I feel the same. <laughs> yeah, uh, she'll pull me you know off to the side and say, "Okay, take a breath. You need to breathe. You need to stop here. Have some, have a drink of water. You know, let let let's eat a, eat a snack or something. Let, let let's take a break because yeah. I'm not good at that. Yeah. Me either. I haven't even eaten today yet because I've I've just been working away. <laughs> the only reason I ate is because I got the munchies. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but yeah, um, just to kind of circle back and talk about the event again. Um, yeah. Oh, of course. I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, because sometimes I'm like, why do I take this stress on? Like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Like, right? And two reasons. I think the first reason is because when I'm there at my event and I'm looking at everybody having fun and I see everything going on, um, it's such a feeling of accomplishment, a feeling of gratitude as well. And it's just like, yeah, I did that. Like it's the goal once it's achieved and you see that it's achieved, I think is so satisfying. Um, so it's something that I, keep chasing and it's something that you know and I'm good at this I'm going to college for this and so when I shock myself I tell myself I'm like you shouldn't be shocked because you went to school for this and this is something that you've been passionate about actually since you started college and since you wanted you know I went to college saying I wanted to be a wedding planner I wanted to plan events you know I wanted to do something in the event world um and now here I am starting my own events never once thought it would be in cannabis I will tell you that <laughs> <laughs> hey you know it, it it amazes you sometimes where the road of life takes takes you because you had this in the back of your mind apparently 
for a long time, you went to college for event planning, and then you're like, hey, wait a minute. I, I, I like weed too. Why not throw weed events? And here you go. Started college, I wasn't a stoner yet. You know, I I tried it a few times in high school, and I wasn't a big fan because I had been drinking already, and it was parties when a joint would be passed around, and you know, next thing I know, I'd be spinning. You know, yeah. and that's I was getting crossfaded, and I was too young to handle it, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Um, now I think it's one of my favorite combinations. You know, a nice beer and a Brolga joint is a great combination, you know. When you um, learn how to do it right. <laughs> build up a tolerance. But yeah. I started in college, like, legitly for medical reasons. I could not sleep. I could not eat. I was stressed out living in a brand new city, um, L.A., <laughs> um, by myself with a girl who I just met, my a girl I went to school with. Um, and it was just a stressful environment, um, especially as an 18 year old and, um, an 18 year old girl for that. Yeah. But just moved away from home here in San Diego. So my roommate who was a stoner actually was like, look, smoke this, you'll sleep better. You'll get an appetite. You'll be able to eat and you won't feel so tired because it's good and you'll be able to be alert for your classes and, you know, don't worry about it. And I told myself I was going to do it for two weeks. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, I keep hearing that two weeks type thing. You know, it was two weeks to round the curve. It was two weeks to this, two weeks to that. And yet here we are. But yeah, you know, you try something for two weeks, you like it. Eh, keep it around, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, also to circle back to what I said, sorry, start nope. a tangent. Go ahead. Um, the second reason why I keep doing my events um, I is because of that feeling that I get when I lock in Hannah brands yes. and there's, do, there's definitely for me, there's the stress of, okay, I got to get enough. I got to get a, a diversity, um, of small businesses and Hannah brands. Um, and, you know, make sure I have an edible brand, a pre-roll brands, flower brands, you know, concentrate brands. I really try to keep it diverse. Um, and there's always, and I kid you not, this has been a trend with every of mine, the two weeks before slash the week before, there's always a huge name or two that hop on and lock in. And I think that um, feeling I get when I lock them in and when I have my full vendor roster set is like, yes. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> such a good thing. And it's like all right, like, we're good. I did it. Like, you know what I mean? And and it's a collaborative effort, too. My Kush Babes get sponsors. They hit up their network of brands that they know. It's all about who you know. And I cannot stress enough when I say closed mouths don't get fed. Um, yeah. Because all about just starting that dialogue and starting that communication with somebody um, and manifesting it. Because, you know, all the way down to now who I'm working with for my videography is exactly who I manifest, you know, and I'm, I've been wanting to work with her and she's so out of my reach. Now here she is doing my LA event, my next event, you know, and she's helping me with social media now. So it's just, don't stay quiet, speak up, communicate what you want, reach out to that brand, even if they seem out of your reach, hmm. like it's, it's never going to happen if you just sit there and stay quiet. And, and yeah. as consumers ourselves, we all have, those brands that we really, really like, 
you know, those brands yeah. that we are tried and true. We've, we've been smoking them since day one and they're, they're our go-to, right? Yep. J- just like any, any other, you know, consumable, you know, we got, we have our preferences and when we reach out to those brands, whatever they are and the brands say, Oh yeah, sure. We'd like to work with you. That is, that's a, that feels like validation to me. Satisfying feeling like, and I mean, over satisfied. It's, it's such like, I will literally get like that notification or that email and, and I'll be driving around or something and I'll see that little notification come up and it's that specific brand and they're replying and I'm just like, it's a victory. You take a little victory lap, right? And especially just for me, because I come from the retail level. I come from the ground up. You know, I was a bud tender for years. I was a floor supervisor. I worked in inventory. I, you know, did reception work and filled in when the receptionists weren't there. And, you know, I've done it all on the retail side. And so to come from that side and to have brand support on that level versus, oh, I'm just this corporate person who's coming in to just th- start throwing an event for whatever brand it may be. Um, you know, so it just feels good to have that support from a bud tender standpoint. And also I know what bud tenders are looking for in, in, in an event. You know what I mean? I know that they, they need that um, appreciation from brands and, you know, I know that as a bud tender, I was selling more brands that I interacted with at events. You know, if I got some free samples, if I, you know, liked their rep, if I, um, you know, just really enjoyed their product and had that more personal relationship with them or that personal experience with them, I was going to recommend that product more than others. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. So. Yeah. And I completely agree. And like you said, you've got your brands that you've established and you've worked with and you keep growing and growing. And that, I think that's amazing. I can't wait to see what the next year, two years, five years holds down the line because you're not just, you're, you're not some corporate suit that's throwing a cookie cutter event that just happens to have cannabis consumption. Cause that's what, that's kind of what's going on a little bit now. You know, it's just, it's not a cannabis event. It's an event where people smoke weed. You're throwing an event by bud tenders, for bud tenders, for people in the industry and community where it, it's a safe environment, it's an inclusive environment, and it's it's a place where people can both work and play. That That's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. I've literally had vendors tell me before they don't even feel like they're working when they're at my events. And I've had vendors tell me that they're so appreciative with the way my team handled things and they felt taken care of and they felt like everything was super organized. And I mean, just getting that feedback too is what keeps me going. Don't get me wrong. There's times where I'm like, oh my God, like I do oh, yeah. like, what am I here? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But the feedback and, you know, the end goal when it's achieved is, is really what keeps me going. Um, we and like I said, it's all about who you know, and it's all about working your network. I wouldn't even be able to have most of these brands if I wasn't a bud tender, because for instance, um, I just locked in Pops Blue Ribbon with their high seltzers to be our featured drink brand for our spring fling, um, and they're going to be passing out free drinks to every attendee that comes through the door. Um, 
So, and you know, that's huge. And I only was able to do that because I knew the rep miles, um, who has been a rep, you know, in the industry for years. And he's come through at shops I've worked at and done PAD events for customers. And, you know, he's, he's seen my face a lot and we've just created that rapport. And then we saw each other at farmer's cup uh, a few weeks ago. And I told him about my event and he was like, Oh my gosh, yes, we'd love to be involved. Um, let me see what, let me see which brand I would want to be involved because he works for so many. <laughs> and PBR, I mean, people know Pabst Blue Ribbon. It, it's that, that brand has been around for more than a century. You know, it's yeah. been there and now they're getting into uh, the CBD beverage uh, kind of game, which is awesome. And now that now you've got this century plus old brand established sponsoring your event that that's fucking amazing. And I'm stoked, you know, I mean, that's that those are the kind of these are the reasons why I do it, because I want to I like to feature, you know, key brands. I don't want them i don't want to feature like five drink brands because then it takes away the shine yeah um we have big pete's as like our main edible brand Uh, actually i think our only edible brand yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, baking fresh cookies there there's going to be samples in the vip bags of the big pete's cookies the medicated ones um and you know he's going to be making i think he's going to be doing his medicated ice cream sandwiches um, so, you know, and we're going to have him set up in one of the brand, the brand takeover rooms. So it's going to smell like cookies in there. And, you know, I'm just so excited to create these different experiences with the rooms. That's one thing that is new at this event. Um, the room takeovers, um, we'll have Voyager in one room, uh, with their other, one of their other brands that's under them, which is Ohm Essentials. And it's their um, CBD beauty product line that actually one of the wives of Voyager is, she's the owner of that brand. So we're going to have them in a room. We're going to have Big Pete's and I'm still deciding on which, um, if I want to put my Hemsa CBD gal in there with the cookies, or if I want to put PBR in there with the cookies, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Personally, so. I, I think cookies and coffee go really well together. I like to dunk my cookies in my coffee. I do too. I just know Pops wants a room. Oh, so yeah. So I'm just decide like what, you know what I mean? And these yeah. are the things being an event planner and like those details and deciding where to put people and make sure to spread them out. And I don't like to put all the can of brands together because I want people to spread out. And I like to mix them in with the small businesses because you you might not have gone to that small business on your own, but if you're next to it, interacting with a can of brand and see something on their table that, you know, you like it's that now you've created that interaction as well. So I like to kind of spread it out um, and keep can of brands all over the event. Um, But this one's definitely going to be a little different than all the prior events. So are you coming? Of course, of course. I'm, I got to go. You're right. So, but yeah, it sounds like each room is sort of like a mini immersive experience. Yes. So, yes. so you've got your, your cookie kitchen, like mom's kitchen, like you were talking about, you know, you come in, you smell the home baked cookies. I mean, come on. What, what, what says mom more than that? That's or grandma. That, right. That's why I thought that was um, a great, feature and a great place to put the cookie rep, the big pizza rep. Um, his name is Chris and he's such a fun guy and I love his vibe. Um, 
again, someone I've seen a lot just working in the industry. Um, and he was like, yeah, we'd love to be a part of your event. And, um, so I, th- I thought that would be so cool to put him in there and yeah, kind of create the whole like cookie smell in the room. Um, and then we'll have the main event floor, which of course we'll have the DJ, the pre-roll station, um, the, you know, most of the vendors, um, Puff and Cali rolls will be by the pre-roll station. Um, we do have the farmer's cup kind of running the pre-roll station. I'm sure they're going to roll some giant joint again. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) Um, we have, we're featuring some new apparel brands this time. Um, Shining Sun, Westside Worldwide. Um, we have Anosmic uh, stash bags coming too. They're small proof bags. So they're going to be there. Um, I'm excited to have some new vendors. And then we have our OGs, of course, our TNT massage guy. Um, he does the, he does CBD massages um, and he has like other wellness products too. Um, we usually always have a crystal like tarot card reader type vendor. Um, unfortunately my henna artist can't make this one. Um, but you know, not everybody can make every event, but we still have, um, you know, we have such a lineup of vendors, um, on our wait list too, all the time. So we just kind of chip away and try to decide, make sure that we have a diverse group and not too many of one or the other. Um, that, yeah, that's, sure. that's definitely important. Yeah. Oh, and the- at this event oh my gosh i can't i cannot wait for the food i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> now you're making me hungry i know speaking of right speaking of my- yeah well i know that you've got more of a weekend to get to um i don't want to take up too much of your schedule but i mean we can talk for hours and we we probably will uh at the event but let, let's let's take this and and put a pin in it for now and continue this conversation uh at the event uh this coming weekend, right? Yep, I know. It's, it's less than a week away. Um, come hungry, come ready to shop, um, come ready to get high, ready to get some freebies. And yeah, it's 5 to 10 p.m. on Saturday in Little Italy area. Um, there's parking kind of sporadically on the streets um, and in the neighborhoods. So, um, and then it won't be hard to find. So <laughs> I think that's and first of all, before I let you go, where can we find tickets for the event online? Um, it's on Event High. Um, I do have the link in my bio on Instagram. Um, I've also been sending it to people. We've been posting it on our story. Um, but it is on Event High. Just search 420 Spring Fling, all one word. Um, and it will pop up on eventhigh.co, I think it is, or .io, eventhigh.io. Yes. And, um, yeah, you should be able to find it. And we have general tickets. We still have some VIP left. I think we have like 10 tickets left for VIP. Um, those bags are looking amazing. There's 13 different products in the bags. So, (laughs) so the bags are full. If they're nothing else, they're full. So that that's all right. Uh, All right. Yeah. So yeah, I will have links to everything in the show notes. Hurry up and get those VIP tickets if you want one of those bags, because I do. Because I, I might just buy all the tickets just for the bags. <laughs> but no, that's I not fair. <laughs> a $300 bag for $40. So we we keep our VIP costs low um, just because we want people to be able to experience the products and um, get hooked up. So 
$40 for $300 worth of product, I think is a great deal. <laughs> you cannot beat, you can't beat that with a stick. So, <laughs> and now where can we find the OG Kush Babes online? Um, you can find us at um, ogkushbabes.com, at ogkbindustries.com. Um, we have a few different uh, domains that will lead you to the right place. <laughs> um, but yeah, at ogkushbabes.com. Um, and we do have all of our merch on there for purchase. We have a little bit more about us if you want to read just how we got started and why. Um, we have our promo model features on there so you can get to know the girls a little bit more, see who's on our team, um, a portfolio of work that I've done myself. Um, it's definitely a fun little website. So check it out. Yes. And I will, of course, have links to that down in the show notes as well. Safi, cool. thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate talking to you, talking with you, uh, learning about the 420 Spring Fling and all your OG Kush babes. This is, I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. Andy, um, and I can't wait to see you at the event. Saturday, March 18th, 5 to 10. I will be there. You'll have to find me through the crowd. and. <laughs> you know, but. they say if you sit someplace long enough, they always come to you. So, <laughs> yes. Well, you make All the right. rounds, I'll say hi. But yes, I, um, I will see you this weekend. Okay. So thank you very much. Bye, Andy. Okay, that, that wraps up another episode of Cannabloggers Corner for this week. Uh, once again, I would like to thank the OG Kush babe herself, Safi, for sitting in my corner with me uh, this week and chilling out. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the Kush Babes 420 Spring Fling coming up this, this Saturday. Guys, don't forget this. This Saturday, March 18th, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., and that's Pacific Daylight time. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get picky about this. It's daylight saving time now. So it's Pacific daylight, not Pacific standard. That was last week. All right. Come on. We can do this. But anyway, yeah. 5 to 8 PM. Set your clocks right. Be there down here in San Diego, up in Little Italy. It's going to be a blast. Their events are always, always fun. And of course, as always, the housekeeping Oh, before I get into that, though, uh, don't forget, look for their tickets and stuff in the links in the show notes, because uh, you're going to want to get those VIP tickets. I mean, 40 bucks gets you over $300 worth of stuff. How can you beat that? So please just head to the show notes, check out the links. The VIP tickets should be going fast. Um, now for the house, <laughs> now for the housekeeping, um, please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Discord, etc., 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 at SD Cannablogger for all my cannabis content and at SDCC Wacky Wags for all my super nerdy but lots of fun San Diego cam Comic Con coverage. Um, I'm skipping WonderCon this year, but uh, Comic Con comes up in just a couple of months. So come on, it's coming. You know, the, the shit's coming. I love it. I feel it. I'm excited. If you like what you heard, yeah, if you like it, what you heard, or if you just want to talk about it, uh, leave me a comment, shoot me an email at sdcannablogger at gmail.com and, you know, we'll chat. All right. Why not? We'll get to know each other. Until next week, have a great week. Hopefully I'll see you guys at the uh, 420 Spring Fling this Saturday, the 18th. Don't forget that. And above all, whatever you do, stay lifted. 
Thank you for listening to Cannablogger's Corner. Wait! Where are you going? I was going to make espresso. Now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Don't let anything come between your testicles and you. (laughs) 